could you check one more time for some gut sponges? I can, but I'm pretty sure we're all out. Could you check? Checking. This sucks. You don't believe in regrets, remember? To anyone within the sound of my voice, meat is evil. Nope, none. You think you could go out and get some? It's orange hour. Already? Shit. You think you'd get stopped? Well, probably not, but we are mid-drift and just announced that I'd be breaking sequester, so... Fine, you're right. Mics are out right now. You're right, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have asked, I'm sorry. Wait, what's wrong? Why are you staring at your hashtag? Is it expired? No, I was just thinking. About what? If you cue Charles Baldwin, he's the guy who designed this. Hashtags? No, uh, the symbol in the tag. Baldwin worked at a chemical company, and they wanted something that you would identify with a glance. Something memorable but meaningless, is what he said. They wanted to accomplish four things. It had to draw immediate attention, unique and unambiguous, so it couldn't be confused with other symbols or used for some other purposes. Symmetrical, so that no matter what angle you saw it from, it was always the same. And acceptable to a wide group of ethnic backgrounds. And this is what they came up with. A circle with these three open circles erupting from it like tentacles. It was designed to mean biohazard, only that. Now, if it's orange, you're a pariah. If it's blue, you're on a leash. And if it's green, then you get to be a person. And I just wonder if he were still alive, if he'd feel like his vision had been perverted. Or if now it was doing the job it was always meant to do. Telling us at a glance all we ever needed to know about a thing. You feel like you're on a leash? You never told me that before. I can't change it. No reason to talk about it. Shane, you could change it. If you just stopped eating meat. This isn't the conversation I was trying to have. I just wasn't thinking. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I said I was sorry. Forget about it. We should get the letter out of the way. It's always a conspiracy theory with you. A conspiracy theory. Just like with Dr. Estrom, it can't be that she just wants to help us. It has to be that she wants to exploit us. Ron, I love you. And I know that you love me. And you've asked me to consider whether or not our past has influenced our present. And here we are. I would like you to do the same. You're evergreen. To you, me strolling out during orange hour doesn't cross your mind as something dangerous because the world you live in is tame. The obvious fact that they've used this as another tool of oppression isn't conspiratorial. I'm a black woman, Shane. Can you appreciate what it sounds like to be lectured by you about inequality? You're more green than black. The next one is from your mom. I'm ready. From the very beginning, no one has been taking this seriously enough, macro or micro. The ineptitude of the national response is criminal. They just reported that more people have died from the virus in the U.S. than in any other country in the world. More than India, more than China. And we had the benefit of warnings, guidelines, the world's largest economy, and the most accomplished epidemiologists. Granted, you can't trust the numbers coming out of China, but they're going back to work. Their athletes are competing again broadcasting to the world that they put the worst behind them. While for us, that's still coming. 
And yeah, they failed us. People should go to jail for this. But I've seen the same juvenile lack of acceptance here in our own home. I've made it a point to never speak ill of your father in your presence. That has had its own set of consequences. It's hard for us to be in the same room these days. I look at him and I'm not proud of the thoughts I have, of the way I feel. The house, the cars, most of the credit cards are all in my name. I'm the one responsible for everything. So when it came time to call everyone and tell them we can't pay you, I had to make those calls. They won't speak to him, even as an authorized user of the accounts. So that's up to me too. And still I have to work. They cut my pay by 50% and I'm working three days instead of five. But I still have to work. I try not to pester him about filing for unemployment. I see the news. The system is managed state to state, but it's down everywhere. It wasn't designed to handle 16 million people filing claims in three weeks. Nothing was designed for this, including our marriage. Your father's a good man. He isn't lazy. I've seen him work to the point of exhaustion for other people's dreams, bartending mostly. He's got a way with people. But I've never seen him pour that much of himself into it, making his own dreams come true. For him, there's always tomorrow. I look at him and I can't comprehend how he doesn't see that nothing is ever going to be the same. That his tomorrows have come due and he has nothing to show for them. How can I have truly respect a man like that, even if I love him? In this whole house of adults, I'm the only one setting up a plan for the future. Helen is still shell-shocked and who can blame her? Her husband is at least out there making a difference, making some real sacrifices. But what does she think all of her morose self-indulgence is going to accomplish? Boys, there are a lot of things I want you to take from your father. But my hope for you and your manhood is that you fight for what you want. Be your own boss. Be passionate about your worth. Discipline is self-love. I hope this doesn't come across as selfish or self-absorbed. My biggest worry about right now is that the time I've taken away from you will have you thinking that I was cold or aloof and babies, that scares me. Because I'm doing it all for you. And if I didn't say it, take this time to tell you here, I'm scared that you'll never know and that would be worse than no future to plan for. Same shit, different day. What do you mean? Well, you said I'm a lot like my father. It seems my mother would agree with you. Was your father a liar too? Being a prosthetic might have been a step up for him. At least then, the person you're holding can feel the support. Where are you going? I've got someplace to stay. Where? We have an appointment with Dr. Estrom. I'll sink you there. Shane, stop being dramatic. You just said it's not safe. It's never safe. Shane. Shane! <laughs>